Welcome to the podcast, Unimagined, where current and former students share how they imagine education and schools could be regarding student leadership. We ask them to share their experiences and offer advice on how we can do better for all. In this episode, we interview Emma Frederick, who graduated from high school in 2015 from John Stark High School and from Lesley University in 2019. We catch Emma as she is in her second year as both a professional dance teacher and photographer. She speaks about how she developed her leadership skills at a young age as the event coordinator and choreographer for Dancing with the Staff as a high school freshman and how she uses her leadership skills in all areas of her life since then. When we clear the floor of the obstacles, imagine what they will do. I saw leadership growing up as looking up to someone who was older than me. It was always my parents, teachers, said even in high school, I was always looking up to my teachers and my older teammates and volleyball teammates. And it wasn't until college when I was on a dance team and I realized I can take a fellow peer and learn from them and really branch out in being a leader. From what I understand, you worked a lot with dancing with the staff. Can you talk a little bit about what that was? It was this competition similar to the show Dancing with the Stars, but instead of professional dancers paired up with a celebrity, it was two staff members from John Stark teaming up with a student choreographer. They competed against other teams of staff and students. And just so fun to see what people came up with and how hard they worked to put on this show. Emma, can you describe the experience that you had planning and implementing Dancing with the Staff? Yeah, of course. I definitely personally think it was my very first step at being a leader because I learned a lot of different ways that I could be in charge but also be a good leader. So it was actually... You, there was a thing that you used to do at high school. It was called intercession. You had to pick an activity to do. There was a activity called Dancing with the Staff. And I was like, oh, like, I'll try it. It could be fun. I love dancing. But it totally blossomed into something that I put so much of my creativity and my time into. And I loved building relationships with not only, like, other teachers. I was a freshman. I was very new to the staff and some of the students. So it was really nice to build relationships with not only the teachers, but the people in class that I don't really know that well. And it was a really the first time ever being in charge of something so large. I was in charge of the music, choreography, the costumes, etc. And I was so excited to show everyone, including like my family, my friends, the teachers, that I could pull it off. <laughs> that I could do something like so large and not only do it for myself, but do it for the teachers and for the whole entire school to see. That's really, really impressive because I can not really imagine myself as a freshman stepping into a role where I have to facilitate people who are older than me. And if I'm understanding correctly, supported by adults during the planning. But what was that really like having the leadership role over adults? It was weird. I'm not even going to lie to you. I got to tell Lorraine Connell. She was one of my staff members I had to teach as well as she had a partner that was also a staff member. I got to tell them what 
to do. And it was super weird, especially because I didn't know them that well. I knew I knew Lorraine from Volley, but I feel like I really blossomed getting to know her through that. By leading a person that is technically above me, or te- it, it taught me that not all leaders have to be older than me. You know what I mean? And that was something that transformed my leadership skills into something much more. Yeah, I, I have to say, Emma, flipping those roles was really beneficial for me as well because I I didn't even have you in class at that point when we first did it. Right. I was I was a teacher of upperclassmen and here was this freshman that was was literally telling me what to do. <laughs> And it, I think for me, it it also confirmed that you do not have to be superior by age to lead others. What kind of support did you get from the adult as you were planning this big production? It was. There was more people in the audience than had been at any other event at the school. The kids, the students at the school were like, oh my gosh. What are our teachers going to do? This is going to be hilarious. But the the first thing I will say was Dancing with the Stuff was a good and fun way to almost disguise the kids involved (laughs) that they're developing leadership skills. I didn't really realize that I had these skills of communication and time management until I started teaching for my mother's studio. And I was, oh, I already know how to do this kind of from Dancing with the Staff. This is great. Um, In terms of the adults supporting during the whole thing, I think it really helped a lot that they two were pumped up and ready to pull this off just like us students were. It helped a lot that they weren't, okay, this is just something we have to do, so let's just get this over with. No, they really wanted to be there and really wanted not only us to succeed for themselves, they even wanted to win the whole competition. It was awesome to see how excited people were to go to the final event and to see what everyone has worked so hard to do. Yeah, there was a lot of competition. (laughs) Yeah, there was. Lorraine, did you win? Sadly, no. <laughs> Sore subject. She got second place, though. Second place. That's right. The first time. Yeah. I didn't realize, Emma, that you had not choreographed at your mom's studio prior to Dancing with a Staff. That's really news to me. You were so confident. You really listened to me and my partner. You were attuned to my fears. I knew I had my strengths and dancing and rhythm were not my strength but I did have strength and you were able to pull them out for me which allowed me to feel really confident when I was out there being extremely vulnerable yeah I I know how to reflect on myself now that I'm almost 24 something I really pride myself in is that as a leader I really want to put myself in someone else's shoes you know listening to these questions I guess dancing with the staff was really my first go at being a leader I'm so glad you said that because I that's something I really pride in and it's not till right now that I've realized that that was probably my first shot at it. Yeah and you expressed a lot of vulnerability too because putting yourself out there for two pretty veteran teachers one of which who was very tall very tall <laughs> and you maybe you don't know this Taylor but Emma rather short. Or 11 or 11. was very very quiet we kind of had to get him out of his shell. There were so many factors operating against Emma and yet not only did she choreograph two numbers 
for me and my partner. She choreographed the entire opening number. She was instrumental in getting other people jazzed about it. Incredible. I keep thinking about, you were 14. Wow. (laughs) I I actually have a question for both of you. I am curious, Emma, you talked about developing communication skills. Do you think that those skills, you were able to tap into them through this? Or do you think those skills were learned through doing this? And then Lorraine, did you see that happen during the process of this or Emma's entire high school career and beyond? Different. Sure, I had some sort of communication skills prior to this, but I think I really got to use it during Dancing with the Staff. And by using a skill that you've never really noticed that you had, I think it starts to really create something. Kind of like talks to you in a way of being like, oh, you do have this skill. You can use it in different ways. And I think that's why my mom, who owns a studio in the town, saw that I could be in charge without being like over over competitive with the dancers or I really listen to people and I think that that is something I really pride in myself I owe a lot to dancing with the staff but I've also learned a lot of behaviors through my mother through my father dance captains I had growing up but like I said I think I really got to use it during dancing with the staff which was really exciting for me I would have to agree I would say that so often leaders are given the impression that you have to be in charge and you have to control. Emma never once operated in that way. And I think it's because she was coming from it as the subordinate, but she had to develop that working together as a leader kind of skill. She was working with people who were much older than her. So I think that skill was particularly developed at that point for Emma. And I didn't realize that skill that we were providing. Emma wasn't the only student who is working with teachers. I think there were six other students who worked with teachers and learned that skill as well. Can you talk about, you ran Dancing with the Staff two times. And of course, I made you be my choreographer the second time. But I wanted to. What was the difference (laughs) in the first time compared to the second time? I think... A lot of it was that the first time was new. Not only was it the first time it ever happened, but I was very new to it. I was also very new to the school. So like one good thing that came out of the second time was that I already knew you. I already knew a lot of the students. I already knew a lot of the staff involved, even though there were newcomers that second time. I think a lot of it was the first time was so great and we wanted the second time to be exactly like it. Although the second time was fantastic, I think it was fantastic in a different way because not only did we get different students involved but we got different styles of dances involved that pushed both the teachers and the students all different aspects which I think brainstorming the second time I think it was really fun to like get the band back together almost I felt really excited to like have a leadership role again and I don't like to be bossy or controlling because I have had leaders like that I think coming back into the second round of dancing with the staff I was very excited to just build those relationships without it being like who's in charge of who. It was just like a fun experience in order to really have this leadership role without feeling pressured to be bossy and be like, okay, here's what you're going to do. We need to be good. We need to be the best. or Otherwise, I don't like you. That wasn't it at all. It was just a fun atmosphere that like also benefited with building leadership skills. Emma, you really talk a lot about trying to break that mold.
hold of the I'm better than you sort of feeling that people get around leaders. And sometimes a lot of people feel inferior to people that are defined as leaders around them. And I would love to hear what you would have to say on how we could break away from that idea that the leader has to be the oldest, wisest, smartest in the room. I would love to know the answer on how we can fix that. As I'm getting older and falling into more permanent leadership roles, I'm really trying to break that and trying to show my dance students I'm not being bossy for a reason because not every leader needs to be bossy or controlling or I really believe that the way you project yourself on others, they can either take it and ooh, like I want to use some of that, see her leadership and I want to do that or they see "Mm, that's not how I think a leader should be. So I really want to lead the way I think other people should lead and I'm not saying that I have this crazy impact on people but I little goes a long way and if I can lead in a way that I believe is more beneficial to other people then I hope that people who I am leading can do the same. Wow you were talking and describing the way that you model that you're creating this web right so it starts with you you decide that the youngest person on your dance team is actually going to take the lead and you build that person up and everybody around is seeing that oh just because I've been here for the longest time doesn't mean that I am the leader and then they see the benefit of that and they hopefully can take it use it where they are walking the walk I guess is what what it comes down to right and I and I also love that anything in leadership is so adaptable like you can take pieces and fragments of each type of leader that you look up to and make it your own like oh I really like her hardworking skills or I really like his control over the crowd all these things that you see in the leaders that you respect you can take little parts and make your own leadership package if you yeah take the best of everybody emma if you had to define a two or three top leadership skills that you have and that you apply in your day-to-day life what would those be so i definitely have different things that i would say a good leader has and i would say i'm working towards them or working to keeping them but i definitely think being reliable relatable being dedicated and hardworking like i guess those are the words that come to my mind are the most important being reliable and relatable like kind of go hand in hand you really want to be able for the people that you are leading i think it's really important that they feel like they can come to you and not only rely on you being there whenever they need you but also to be relatable i want them to know that i've been in their shoes and that i can relate to them they one day could be in my shoes and i also want to show how hard work and dedication has gotten me there i also with being relatable i don't want them to lose respect for me i want them to see that i am their leader i'm here to help them succeed but i'm also a person i also deserve the Mm. respect that i give to them i love that emma if you could give advice to a freshman getting into high school what would you give her or him what's going to be helpful for us is if you could give some advice to administrators teachers and or parents on how to develop skills that you have been able to find in in terms of advice for students in general just do what makes you happy don't think about anything else but when it comes down to it in high school all I wanted was to be liked as a leader I knew I wanted to be a leader in some sort especially after dancing with the staff because that was like my first breakthrough in high school once I found that I liked that I wanted to be a leader that was liked but I also wanted I found activities that I was really passionate about I wanted to really get involved and then naturally you start developing skills from that developing leadership 
leadership skills just by the pure fact that you are doing something you love. And then just advice for that administrators, teachers, um, parents even. Listen to your students. Don't just dismiss them. Nothing is more devastating than when you are passionate about something, even at a young age, and your teacher or someone who is supposed to be helping you does not care less or is just preoccupied with something more important. This was more of a college experience for me, but it's all relative. Nothing really broke me down more as a student and an artist than when my professors quite literally told me to give up. I almost dropped out because of it. But when when a teacher or a mentor of any kind sticks up for you and tries to help you out, that lasts a lifetime. It lasts like I still think about things in high school that I loved. From high school, I always look back at the support from you, Lorraine, and my art teachers, my volleyball coaches, like all the teachers from Dancing with the Staff. I compare my high school and college experiences so much as like a young adult right now. I had a better high school experience with my peers and teachers and parents. College was just not good for me in terms of like having a leadership or a leader, mentor be there for me. That would be the advice, especially for the teachers and administrators of the world. I really do believe that this new generation coming up, I think they're going to be a a threat, not in a bad way, in a good way. They're going to take the things that they're passionate about and store with them. They see an idea and they really go for it. I think this next generation coming up is going to do something pretty big because they're already compassionate about each other and like human rights even. And I think it's going to be good. I loved everything you had to say and I totally agree. I'm a little scared in a good way of this next generation. (laughs) (laughs) exactly emma thank you so much for having me i think we're on to something we have a chance do something great yeah absolutely and thank you for having me so much for listening to this episode of unimagined something that was really great i think about this episode was that you could kind of hear emma reflect upon herself and the growth that she experienced in school lorraine and i both agreed on that and that we love when things like this happen our goal was really to ask emma to share things that might help others but I'm sure that you heard in this interview, you could actually hear it helping her. What's something that this interview brought up for you? We'd love for you to share our podcast, comment on issues that you think we should ask our students about, or even help us connect with a student.